You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance and a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Sorry, I wasn't ready. My bad. Uh, you're listening to The Screw with Felicia Rose and A-Love. What's up? I feel like it's been so long and so little all at the same time. What is time anymore? How does what that work? Time? Well, good news, you hit your goal, right? Well, kind of. I mean, I'm in debt, but I hit my goal as far as like the upfront portion. So I still owe some people and places like almost 5k, but I still got it done in the six weeks, which is amazing. So thank you to everybody listening that donated and thank you to just, you know, people that shared and spread the word and everything. I just, I'm super appreciative. So yeah, thanks. Thanks everybody for that, especially, you know, uh, in these times when shit is tough and hard, you know. Uh, so hey, so hey, I wanted to tell you. So I wanted to wanted you to see this video um, because, like, at first I was like, "Oh, it seems so sweet. Wow, we're like totally the world is changing." And then I was like really irritated by the framing of it. Okay. So I just sent you it. If you can like like listen to it or watch it, whatever. I is guess. it this and YouTube link right here that you sent? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I won't blow up the guy's spot, because whatever, it's not his fault that people, you know, frame shit this way, but, like, you know, he could have been a little better about how he talked about it, too. Okay, let's see. All right, so it's called Straight Man in Heels and Skirts Shatters Gender Stereotypes. Uh, Just looking at it, do why do I feel like this is in, like, the UK? Is this in the UK? It might be Germany or something. Okay. All right, let's see. That sounds like a southern accent. Oh, is it the South? Oh my God, I would have that so backwards. Okay, why is he breaking stereotypes about gender and sexuality? Well, gender I get, but what's the sexuality part? Yeah, has not cross-dressing been around for like fucking ever? <laughs> you just, yeah. Don't we all know this already? Okay, so what are we saying? Right, so I'm like, they're giving... So he's the first cross-dresser <laughs> right. ever? cross-dressing straight man I should say like and it's because he's doing it publicly right well, that doesn't look super public well, like how right. many people is he around right now waiting for the well that's true like are we gonna watch him actually like not just standing in a photo like he's just walking down a railroad track pa- right. pathway thing like right. there's nobody around Let's, I want to see him go grocery well, shopping. I want to see somebody outfit. beat the shit out. I want to see somebody beat the shit like, out of him. In, in like a <laughs> shitty southern area where like you would normally not. I don't want to say shitty southern. Sorry, I just mean like in a place that maybe is predominantly, you know. Yeah. Sorry, I'm listening to him talk about mm-hmm. his outfits. And how his wife and daughter help him get dressed up. I meant like more of like the you know the go to an ignorant area that he lives right. around. Why are you just at the railroad tracks? That's that to me would be breaking norms right like if he went out with like his wife at the grocery right. store and that right i mean do you, my, do you my problem me? is, Maybe, is like, they're calling him brave he's getting all these accolades for being a man that 
dresses in women's clothing mm. in public. Right, I didn't even think about and like, how problematic and like, I'm sorry, why way, is yeah. he brave for that? Like... I'm sorry, he's... Ha- I don't see a single photo where he's well, that too. empty railroad tracks. <laughs> well, and you listen to it, and like... He's like, oh, sometimes you they brave? give me bad looks, but most of all, mostly I get compliments on my outfit. Like, bitch, why don't, where's, you have no story of getting beaten down on the fucking platform by a fucking gang of fucking guys who don't like what you're doing? Like, there's nothing brief about this. You're saying, oh, wow, I'm a straight man. Very straight man. <laughs> I'm a straight man that's tall enough and big enough that nobody's probably going to fuck with me anyways, even if they wanted to, right? Like, well, I'm sorry. What, you know what, what this reminds what, me like, of? It reminds me of the era of when we were giving all this praise to the bravery of heterosis actors playing gay roles in films. Oh, they're so brave. Right, right. How about the motherfuckers that lived that life to begin with? <laughs> like, you're, you're not brave. Brave right. is not this. Brave is actually doing something that defies, like, first. You didn't, weren't the first person to do this. I, 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 I just... No, yeah, I just, it's the, ver- I think it's the wording that's like, and again, all these photos, oh, okay, all right, well, I see him walking out of a store, okay, that's a little different, right, okay, maybe, but like, also, I don't know, I, I don't know, I, I, I'm conflicted because like, sure, the more we see representation out there of all this sort of stuff is great, but like, talking about it as if it lives in a vacuum and this is the only person doing yeah. this is so bullshit, I mean what, right? I'm, what I really want you know there's a bunch of reasons that I well, obviously I, I did not listen to it no, so I'm but, truly but just I'll, talking shit over it because mm-hmm. again I'm, I'm just seeing a lot of photos of him in an empty alleyway or an empty you know it's not but I, but I will tell you this like I'm looking at like looking at it it's great I'm very happy that at least in their world, that people are accepting of uh, of, of his cross-dressing. Great. I don't think they shouldn't be. Right. Uh, my issue is everybody thinking no, this course. is brave or he's cutting some new ground. And like, I, I don't understand why right. this is brave. You have all of the, the protections of society that already exist. You're heterosexual, <laughs> you're fucking white. Like, nobody's coming for you for this, you know? Okay, great, that means society has changed just a little bit, maybe. It doesn't mean anything about this particular individual being brave. So I'm gonna post the link with the podcast tonight and like let other people watch it and you know tell us what you think. But like, I'm not about ragging on this guy, I just, this is a person co-opting on some level the bravery of many fucking queer folks who've come before him. And maybe he didn't decide to do this. Maybe somebody news podcasts or somebody heard of it. But, like, no. No. Right. I, I, he doesn't get these accolades. Nope. I think, I think the problem is they could have worded it. They could have just done a little backstory mm. on... You know the you know a, a different type of gender expression, which is cross-dressing, right? It could be, you know, heterosexual men cross-dress, whatever, whatever, whatever oh, angle they wanted to go in, and use this guy as like their. T- but yeah. to talk about it as if it is the uh, sort of like the groundbreaking pinnacle of genderless or or gender, right. um, you know fluidity if you will or whatever it's like no 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 like talk about it as if it's like here's another piece right. 
of the puzzle. Don't talk right. about it like it there is the puzzle. Absolutely. It's not the puzzle. Fuck off. Like that is that's just it's very um, it doesn't. Again, I didn't re- watch the whole thing, but based on kind of like your reaction, I'm assuming that they didn't really mm-hmm. stray from talking just about this one guy and what he's doing in his world and how well, he's and, like, and again, I, like, I don't okay, like when you look at it, straight man in heels and skirts shatters gender stereotypes. Say fucking what? How? Yeah, exactly. And why him? I mean, it's just, it's, the headline's problematic, right. he's straight, he's married, and he rocks these heels. It could have been, like, it could have, the headline should have been, like, cross-dressing a look into another form of gender right. expression or something like that. Like, it could have been something just so simple to say, like, you know, hey, yes, gender is extremely, like, you know, there's so many different things and so many different expressions and so many different ways that people identify and also ways that people feel versus identify you know there's just so many layers to it right it's this very 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 intricate thing and it's not just layered into like okay this straight man wearing heels is breaking shattering different he says he says says 10 years ago he couldn't wear these heels in public Okay, so where's the fucking props for the fucking trans women <laughs> that came before you exactly. that have helped pave exactly. this conversation for you to even be fucking having? Right, like you didn't, you didn't pave your own. Like, the, no, exactly. Like this was not. It could have been that, framed like, much better. Like you were allotted that freedom because exactly. of the other people that paved the way for you. You didn't exactly. pave the way for other people. You know, he's not talking about how, well, once I started doing this, I started seeing other people in my area express their gender in a different way. And, and there's, like, there's almost no anything, you know? negative like, fucking comments on this. You tell me you wouldn't have seen a thousand nasty things if this hadn't been a fucking straight white man on this thing. Who's oh like, oh my god, he has such good taste in color. Like, know? I'm looking at this fucking shit and I'm like, no, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Right. It's also right. like look don't at waste your time type, supporting you know? this guy it, for he, this fucking thing. Like, fucking support the people that need it. If the, think about think about if this guy was it, if this guy was the body type of you know right. someone overweight or or color, someone you know, know very color. underweight, right? No. Of color, right? Of, you know, think about any any single differentiation between beside a tall or I should say variation beside a tall white straight and how about somebody who can't afford as fancy as fucking clothes as he's wearing in this video too these are nice fucking clothes they are not fucking thrift store clothes Right. It's just it's it just reeks of um you know like you said like it's not thoughtful and it's very very At, at, at first I was like it's not just thoughtful but it's now I see it as not thoughtful to the point of offensive, and that's where I ended up on it. Right, it's offensive, and it's it's it very much is is silencing a big piece of a community that, that again wants again that right. he should so, be crediting. Um, yeah, so of it's, uh, Where did we? Um, so yeah. So speaking of people that I think right now do deserve a little cred. You know, so on your recommendation, um, we watched uh, Saturday Night Live with Lil Nas X. So I'll say, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm not like, I, I don't think he's the best singer in the world, but he's a showman. 
and like there's nothing nothing that I'll find more entertaining than a showman. And that boy makes love to the camera. Like I, I was telling Leon, I'm like looking at this. I've never seen anybody quite look at the camera doing an SNL performance like he did. A lot of them seem to be very shy right. about like the live the live performance, television, huge audience. He is like making love to the camera every time it's on him. He turns his head, he like knows where the camera is at every point. And when was the right. last time you saw that many black men touching each other sexually on public you know, in the public arena of television, like without without a woman not one center, woman anywhere zero? on stage. Zero. I've never I've never seen that on that in in that uh, on that kind of a stage or platform or, or audience wise or number of viewers. Yeah. I've never seen that. Sure, YouTube does it, but like actual live yeah. studio performance, I've never, never, I've never, seen never. That. And have I mean, you? I have to say, like, I I, like even when we watch the video, I mean, I don't know if I've ever. I mean, you know, well, you know, I gotta give Todd call some props. I, I know, I know, he did a lot of things before anybody and didn't really get like the same kind of press Lil Nas X is. Um, and I'm not sure why exactly. That's probably a good conversation to have at some point. Maybe because it's not pop music. You know, Todrick is a little, I mean, he, he does a few things, but I think, you know, Lil Atna's ex is definitely, you know, he's out there. I don't know if you follow his Twitter, but he has, I've never seen somebody flirt sure with his fan base in such a, yeah. you know, very overt sexual way what was the last post about it was mm -hmm. some, i saw something like lil nas x is tight and he's like you could have worded this differently yeah and, and then or, there was yeah, something about that, you yeah. forgot to add I creamy that. too i was like oh my yeah i, mean, <laughs> I, 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 I love him he's just i'm just gonna slide like into those dms and ask him I, it was a beautiful it was beautiful it was a beautiful both performances were beautiful, even with the wardrobe malfunction. I mean, that wait, was awesome. wait, what wardrobe malfunction? <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Oh, the first performance, like when he holds on to his. At one point, you see him go from like energy, like ninety dance wise, because obviously he has to like sing and move around and stuff, but to like energy, like sixty or seventy, and you and you realize he's holding his crotch for dear life. I think like oh, the front of it busted open. Okay. <laughs> Or the back, I don't know exactly, but he stopped moving at one point, and you could see like the the dancers at the end are like grabbing onto him because I think it was a part uh -huh. of like the the performance, and he and you could see he's like holding his crotch for dear life because he's like please don't move like and <laughs> it's <Yeah>. so good. <laughs> so like, so I, there was one other thing you. I noticed that. He is so hot. He's no, so no, hot. He definitely oh, is. And I could go on. I'm going to totally try to slide into his DMs and ask him if he wants to like come on the Screw Podcast. But, but yo, he's <laughs> oh, the man. definition of nuclear order, like on some level. <laughs> this brother is out there not giving a fuck, yeah. getting heat from everybody. He fucking kills the devil by fucking him to death in his music video. I'm sorry. I'm sold. At least on image. <laughs> like... I will, I would like, you know, the second song he did was very heavy, you know, um, so, and actually brings okay. me to like something to segue to. So, you know, we keep closed captioning on a lot because sometimes, you know, people are recording here in the studio and we want to keep 
you know, the sound down and sometimes it's just easier to fucking pay attention to what's going on. So, you know, I'm reading the lyrics right. to the song, the second one as it's coming up, it's a fucking heavy song about suicide and stuff. And then because we have closed captioning on, there's a bit um, that we noticed, a, that, skit. a skit that they were talking about something back and forth. Survivors. The survivors and what they say, they ended up saying survivors of terrorist attacks but on the closed captioning, it says incest survivors. The joke is incest survivors. And they changed it like in live time, but they didn't update the closed captioning. Oh my lord. So apparently this does happen because the closed captioning for some of these main shows gets submitted beforehand. Right, and this is a live right? show that they sometimes change the words yeah. to like before they walk out. So I became like, and I try to look for some like thing as to why did they change it? But like, I guess sometimes at the last minute they decide certain things like shouldn't be put on there. But shit, man, if you were doing that for like carefulness and you left it on the closed captioning, <laughs> you know, the, the context of the joke didn't make any sense with terrorists, the terrorist thing either. So they, it was like really like fell flat on some level. So, Did it make sense but, with the incest thing instead? A little bit. It, it was definitely more Ugh, risque. It's terrible. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> like, Jesus And God. I don't know whether to make, you know, an exact opinion if the joke was too much. In general, probably incest survivor jokes are not, like, jokes you should be, like, throwing about. But, um... <laughs> Do you think maybe the person, like, read it wrong? No, I guess it's hard to read wrong. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe they did, or maybe the maybe the the actors at the last minute were like, "Fuck no, I'm not saying this." I mean, yeah. they don't like. I know some of them are also the writers, but not always, right? Well, who do you remember who did the skit? I mean, it was like everybody. It was a lot of people. It was a the panel with um, where they're talking about uh, it, it's like a ro like romance thing, but they're just shooting all these stereotypes at like the Chinese gay guy, and then the da 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 da. They're like they're not asking anything about. It's the two kind of like valley girl like went girls. They're interviewing the panel of people. NYU. Do you remember? Uh, which one? NYU. Oh, the NYU. It's like the NYU panel. Oh, I must have not paid attention. I watched it too. <laughs> well, take a look at it again, just because it is a it is it's it's a curious little skit. It's funny and it's very well intentioned. That's why if they had made that joke, it might have been way too overboard because they were making a decent point at first because they're like doing all these things about how you know when you're a person of color or any kind of like minority group those tend to be the details that get focused on rather than who you are as a person what your interests actually are right right it's like how do you see yourself as you know how is it to deal with being the first gay whatever it's like i don't want to like why aren't you going to ask me about me actually right right <laughs> So I, th I thought that was interesting and that is something that does happen. You know, I see it at parties all the time, especially when it's heavily white people or heavily American. Somebody comes in that looks a little different to them. All the questions end up, well, where are you from? Wow, your accent is so sexy, you know, bullshit like that. Right, right. It becomes about the thing that makes them different from you instead of... Right. And people don't understand. It's like... That's that's not it's some those aren't personality traits. People want to right. talk about the things that they enjoy and you know their interests and their you know they don't want to. I mean, not to say I, you know I'm not speaking for everybody. People want to talk about all sorts right. of shit, but like don't just assume right. that there's like that's their yeah. whole identity. Right. Their identity doesn't necessarily revolve around 
right. you know, the quality that you, I, you know, the first thing that you see, right? Yeah, and it probably comes out of those people that are always saying, I don't see color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, like, and, it, and it does bear to witness. I was, you know, telling some people the other day, like, I, in the good old USA, we still have so little understanding of the difference between race, ethnicity, colorism, nationality. You know, people have no idea that how those things, what they refer to, what they mean. It's like a real travesty. Yeah, I uh, I definitely feel like it's there's just some people that um, they don't even they don't even mean well. They'd want to just seem like they mean well, and like that's right. that's what it seems. I or I don't know. Maybe that's just people, that's egalitarianism. Uh, people's though, right? It's like not doing the work. Still on, Right, exactly. That's what it is. It's a really good way. Like, they, you like, know, I, nobody wants to be seen anything bad. beyond their own stupid little nose, right? Yeah, exactly. They don't want to seem, nobody wants to seem like the bad guy. I get that. And nobody actually want. you know, I don't want to say nobody, but like a lot of people don't want to appear racist or prejudiced in any kind of way, you know? But like, if you're not doing the work, it's not good enough to just say, I'm not that way and then do stupid things that kind of show yeah, exactly you, have, you got some bias going there because you're still talking like that about these particular things so as well attentioned as you may be do the fucking work right exactly <laughs> you want to be a good person i'm sorry you're gonna have to learn about class and privilege mm-hmm. there's no fucking skirting around it like you're not gonna do the work if you don't if you don't start learning about those things we still you, know? you and i still do the work fucking every day for fucks you day. have to yeah. like I, you know half we're the all time, raised you know whether you know my brain is thinking what i mean but my mouth doesn't articulate it right you know there's all sorts of things i trip up on and i'm like okay, we got to fix that. We got to do the work. You know, you got to, you can't just be like, uh, did anybody notice that? No. Okay. Let's keep going. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I will tell you the number one thing, you know, it's like a thing that I, you know, it's hard because we don't want to hear feedback about ourselves that doesn't sound good. And I say the biggest thing to swallow, if you want, if you want to know what to do better, just shut the fuck up and listen. Mm-hmm. Let somebody tell you, take the criticism, yeah. you know, don't take get the defensive. critique, think about it. I used to get it. super defensive, like, oh, you didn't like my joke, or oh, this or that, oh, uh, how about you fucking listen, Felicia, you know? I, I have definitely had moments where I no, had no clue what the fuck I was even, you know, speaking on or you know like joking about whatever the fuck it was and it's like over time you have to realize like don't get defensive let people just absorb it apologize and fucking don't do it again (laughs) you know exactly I mean it makes me think a lot you know like I find myself always frustrated online about you know all the like especially in queer male culture the hunt for masculine versus masculine and and, and, and our ma- not versus masculine for masculine and 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 you know the the top bottom role culture and 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 you know um butch femme with 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 the lesbians and we're finding ourselves in this thing and like i hope everybody realizes at least you know you're all entitled to play all those roles but 
don't make sure everybody is playing wants to play you know these are all roles set through by toxic masculinity right. these are not naturally occurring things i'm sorry there's no naturally masculine anybody or naturally feminine anybody those are constructed kind of concepts right. like alpha male isn't an actual thing like they no. accidentally studied wolves wrong and they came up with a term that then right. later they were like that's not a that doesn't even make sense exactly <laughs> there was no head of the wolf or whatever the fuck but the, the reasoning for that word not even being exactly. like it's not and a I'm thing sorry. it's a human being there's no lions going around making fun of other male lions for not acting butch enough out in the fucking gra- graze grazelands okay <laughs> and there's no no pride of, of female lions going oh you honey you're just you're not going to attract a man, man hunting that much you know and being that butch you you know, like, get the fuck out of here. These things are are constructs. They don't exist on that level. So when we do that to one another, especially on these dating apps, you are playing right into that fucking hand that keeps us divided and completely conquered. It lets people like that fucking comedian like attack us. And, and who, who am I thinking of from the Netflix Dave special? Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. We give these people an opening to fuck with us by being that divided by the same things that have always divided. You know, the, the, the patriarchy wants us all to think we're in a competition with one another. <laughs> no fucking way. We, got, we have to get better at that. I just the shame that it causes, you already have had all these associations that being, being queer male or queer female means that you are, you are somehow like born wrong or like confused about your gender and confused about gender roles. It's, it's, I can't believe we're still dealing with it in 2021 within our own community. Right. And as that homogeny for marriage and kids gets more and more, that's also getting greater and greater. And it's like nobody is taking fucking stock. Yeah, you say it. Ma- we all want mommy and daddy roles. Why? Our mommy and daddies didn't even fucking get it right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to like, be like y'all's mommy. I don't want to be like a mommy. <laughs> you know, like y'all meaning I know, like the, I, I want to be the world's mom. Yeah, so speaking of something. <laughs> so like we were watching Pose the other night and like I have to say like, you know, watching Pose and watching the amount of uh, commercials they decide to throw in to the last season is really depressing, but w- one can accomplish an entire blowjob in the amount of commercials that nice. Pose is giving. I just want to say, so if anybody's looking to watch a show and give blowjobs, if you can manage to like get through the like absolute Emmy begging crying that they're doing this season. <laughs> Actually, which brings me to something else I need to fucking preach on. Yeah, preach. So, I've always, you know, I cry at fucking Campbell Soup's commercials. It's an ongoing fucking joke with me, right? Mm-hmm. And so, we're watching the scene, and like, you know, there's a lot of shit going on, right? It's a pray, the fucking spoiler alert, whatever. Here it goes. Praytel goes back to Pittsburgh, where he hails from, right? And I realized right away, it's Pittsburgh. It's right behind my house that I used to live in in Pittsburgh, as a matter of fact. And they're filming on location in Pittsburgh. So this narrative, this trope that goes on and on, he goes back to Pittsburgh, telling his family he's going to fucking die. And gets all the I'm sorry's and forgiveness, and everybody makes fucking amends. When does this fucking happen? You know, I know we want it to happen every time. 
we want our family go back to our families and have them say you know what we were wrong will you ever forgive me it pulls at the heartstrings sure it makes us fall apart with tears but you know what do we need that validation anymore it doesn't happen anyways we have to learn to stop seeking it those people don't understand on that level how they've actually hurt you they're never gonna give you that I wonder if you can look into it and see why they chose that as the the sort of I guess ending to that scenario instead of something like you say more honest like maybe there was something that it was inspired by sure maybe but you know what it gets worse because after like pushing back on the fucking god complex for the whole goddamn episode -uh. at the end he's up singing with the choir god i'm sorry i love you i'm on my last leg forgive me i forgive you blah 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 no if the whole point of Ryan Murphy is to co-op every goddamn queer story and turn it into milk and homogenize it with everything fucking else, then that fucking motherfucker needs to be canceled. I'm sick of seeing it. Everything gets this glossy glee fucking bullshit and nobody can tell the story again because Ryan Murphy already fucking told it and put his little icing on it. I'm getting sick of it. He is all over everything telling these stories fucking the wrong goddamn way. Hell yeah, preach. So I was I do playing like a little na- devil's advocate, but you know, you're right. Why, no, yeah, why no. does everything have to look so fucking cookie cutter? Do we really need God? Do we really need the same fucking things heterosexual fucking folks have to be whole? We don't. They're fake anyways. They're made up. We need to stop chasing it. Well, do you think so that discourse would have been had if it was in a different time period? How do you mean? Like, doesn't the, it? What, well, when is this episode? Well, yeah, you from? know, you're right. It does. It, but it, like, in the, like by now we're in the 90s, 90s. right? We're going through the yeah. AIDS pit, uh, right. epidemic. But yeah, the, the, the like early 90s. It's like 1991, I think. It's okay. So. 94. 94. So I came out do in you, 94. I literally. I mean, yeah, I think 100% I think you're right. I also think that there has to be some kind of truth to the idea that when people are at the end that they do sometimes go back and do these things that maybe they wouldn't have when they were strong and healthy and not dying two years ago. They probably would have said, fuck you. Because I think at the end, I think people shit their pants and they go and they say their amends and they change their, you know, they, fuck, I gotta go pray one last time. I have to make my amends with God or what, you know. But, but contextualize it actually. How many queer men got to go back home in the early 90s, tell their families they were dying of fucking Right, I I think, I think that if you were to put this in another person, another, you know, if this were like a straight person dying, then it would be more of a believable going home and, and getting your final like goodbyes and saying sorry because this is the you know i i i agree i think that you're totally right in saying that it should have been actually representative of you know what it looked like back then to be dealing with us so and you know what don't get me wrong everybody you're all everybody's entitled to their spiritual relationships however however that works sure sure i just feel like there is like a new thing that's been going on with the respectability of what it means to be you know alive and queer in the new age and it's that we can get married we can adopt kids we can get surrogates 
you know, we, we, we are entitled to employment and all these things. And those things are all great, but it does really seek to assimilate us into heteronormative culture. I mean, that's all it does. It, it's not a win for us. It doesn't let us be more sexually liberated. It doesn't let us no, be it's, more queer. It's it actually lets straight, us be less queer. It's straight washing everything. It's making it. Oh, I like that straight washing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's the, it's bumper sticker gay. And it's like, yeah, we get it. We understand yep. that we all need to, you know. We need to appeal to the street audience, too, in our story. What would they right. like? Yeah. Well, we're not here for that at New Queer Order. So. Right. I, I meant in terms of, like, the, the how no, that story went. You know, I think that that's definitely a good point because yeah. it's it would be, you know, it's too simple to... It, it's too obvious to have it be a happy ending scenario why right because and it's also not realistic so why the fuck yeah why even do i mean it? i would say the, the one opportunity. part so again if it was in 2021 we'd be having all sorts of different conversations about what right. that would have looked like or could have sure. looked like but no, back that's then, fair we're talking probably nine times out of ten that wouldn't have been possible so why represent that one out of ten right. times when it could have been represented like a, a right and you know what? More it may have been, could have been seen in that. In that. And, and I know, I know that Billy Porter is from Pittsburgh, and we now all know that he's HIV positive. So there may be some of his story in there. You know, he just came out as positive. Well, okay. You so know, when I said the story, when I was asking earlier, I wasn't actually asking about Ryan Murphy. I was asking about Billy no, yeah. Porter because right. the Pittsburgh part, he was from Pittsburgh. So that's why I'm like, wait, right. was this a bit of like? No, no, no. Sure, and I'm sure a lot of his stories in there. But again, it's where we have a responsibility. Are we in? You know, are are they putting these things out with their huge platforms, with their millions of dollars? for individuals or for the community right. because they can't play both on one end winning all these accolades and like playing to that like we're here for representation but representation of individuals right right write a book you know <laughs> write a book exactly billy porter's already a millionaire i don't fucking care sorry <laughs> you know good for him i'm glad he is able to tell his tale now that he's a millionaire. <laughs> right. I mean, I love, listen, I love Billy Porter. I don't, I do I don't know about how this story interconnects into his life. I'm sure there's pieces that overlap at sure. least, at the very least, just because of the Pittsburgh yeah. connection, etc. He's incredibly talented. He's amazing. But I also, well, I know what you mean. I mean, I, I, I know what you mean. I mean, if I, were, <laughs> if I were looking to see true representation and not this, like, <laughs> I mean, think about what we have to look back on for, I mean, maybe that was a piece of it. Maybe that, yeah. maybe a piece of it was that like all of the other representations of, especially that time period and that world uh, in movies and stuff were fucking horrifying. Right. I, well, yeah. I, I don't know. I, well, I'm just playing devil's I will say I'm that, kind of that going through it in my head of like, what would bring them to not represent right. what would essentially be the, the dismissal of the, his family or what, or whatever piece right. that would have been right. more true to life, I should say. Well, 
I, I will say this. I mean, there was a secondary storyline of like his like you know adolescent love, you know, wanting him back, and like I was like, oh my god, if they let that happen, I can't watch another fucking episode of this because it's just beyond unrealistic, <laughs> you know. But they didn't. So like they had that one part, but they didn't let the other part go, you know. So it's like okay, fine, you know. And I, I mean, I'm I'm trying to play devil's advocate with it myself, and perhaps. You know, because I've been alive and conscious of this whole crisis from beginning to, to prep and possible vaccines coming, right. you know, I'm tired on some level, you know, in my own, like, thing of hearing the HIV story again and again and again. And to never really, like the representation I saw in actual real life, <laughs> you know? Right. Hollywood's version is always strangely either more morose or more glossy right you know <laughs> it just it just misses real just about every time yeah it so. either sounds like a anti-sex psa or seems like um or uh, anti yeah i guess anti-sex psa and or it sounds like a fucking true love story right well it's and not so much in between e- and in it, it reminds me because uh, the u equals u folks um you know, had, had posted something today uh, that was essentially, it says, uh, well, this was prevention access. If you expect people with HIV to tell our sexual partners, help to create an environment where we will be able to talk about living with the virus without fear of violence or disdain or blackmail. You know, and, and, and that is kind of the history of what disclosure has been like right. to some degree, right? So yeah, we have to do better on all parts because we want to like foster a level of honesty in our community at least, you know, like being able to tell our sexual partners who we really are is about how you create that intimacy to begin with. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, it's too, I would, I would love to say we just can live in a world where we can do, you know, random hookups, but in terms of actual, we always say safer sex, but actual scenarios where, you know, everybody's getting what they want essentially sexually, whether right. it's with condoms, without, whatever, you do right. need to have some level of, of ability to speak to the person. And even if it's right. very transactional and it's very, you know, even if you don't want to get to know the person, but you just need to be like, listen, tell me what's going right. on. But also, again, the judgment, the, the, it needs to be a safe space and that information right. can't be thrown back in their face they can't be shamed for it you know you want to get to that point with people whether you know them or not very well then you need to be able to handle the information just as easy as you can give out the information right yeah i mean i saw on um like one of the news newscasts it's like three of the dating apps has just added uh you know an option for you to you know put whether you are vaccinated or not you know, and it's like, oh, you know, it's great that there's such uptake on the vaccine disclosure. Yeah, where's the, like, STI <laughs> where, disclosure? Right, where, we don't have a lot of, like, STI disclosure uptake in the same kind of way. Which, and it, that would be, it would be an interest, I mean, I guess people would not want that information out there necessarily. Because, again, you get the wrong person that accidentally runs into your profile and then now they're blackmailing you or whatever fuck is going on oh, sure. so i mean but it would thing. be cool to have the option of 
of maybe after you kind of chat with somebody, like unlocking that feature, maybe so that it is kind of an opening thing where the information, maybe you don't have, you don't want to say it, but you want it to be right. there, for example. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I had, I had an interaction with somebody on Grindr the other night. Um, and, you know, recently I lost my insurance because I lost my job. Mm-hmm. And like, so, you know, I'm on there and I'm just trying to kind of like, you know, having some conversations and, you know, you're talking about what you want to do and, you know, the person discloses that they're positive and I'm like, oh, that's fine. I was like, you know, but, you know, I, you know, would have to do something, you know, safer because, you know, I, I stopped taking my prep. And they were like, you, you know, I, I, I told you I was undetectable and I had just finished writing. I understand what undetectable means, I, you know, but since I don't know you very well, I would be more comfortable if I also was on prep. So we were like, you know, both sure, you know, kind of thing. I'm glad mm-hmm. you're sure, but I don't know you. And then I have to just trust you that you are that. I mean, I'm not about asking people to show me their viral load. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah, I that seems too invasive. Thank you very much. <laughs> right, ultimately, ultimately, it's my responsibility for my safety. You know, and right. it's not about being ignorant and not, you know, because he, he t- sends me this thing back immediately. He says, you should educate yourself. I was like, girl, I work in healthcare. I just sent you a message saying I completely understand what undetectable means. I can send you to the podcast episode that lets you know I understand what exactly. that means. The point is me. I'm not in a position to have that kind of like sex I don't with trust you. you. Right. I don't, I don't know, know you. you. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's, that's a little unfair. Whether I trust strangers <laughs> right. or, or whatever level of this acquaintanceship that's happened. And right. it's up to me. That's up, that's up to my anxiety, right. my uh, paranoia. We, we cannot be shaming people for wanting to be in the safest right. situation. Again, like, so the other part is, think about the other side of it. What about the person that's saying, no, I, I, need, to, I need to be sure about X, Y, Z. Do you really want to go and and be like, oh, come on, like convince them of doing something anyways, because right. at the end of the day, they're probably going to then come back and be paranoid, ask you a right. hundred times about stuff, shame you if they did get something, you right. know? So right. why the fuck would you even, right. if somebody's Put like, yourself listen, in that position. yeah, why, why, why even bother? That person's probably yeah. like, <laughs> and not to say that that was you, but I'm just saying right. like nine times out of 10, if a person is, is saying they want to be extra careful and then, you convince them otherwise right. like come on right. you know it's he's just basically it's bad trying to, it's just bad all around you know i, I mean it kind of sucks because you're basically trying to shame me into having unprotected sex with you right which, like right. which the hiv undetectable aside yeah it could give me genital warts you could give me well, considering you know, your attitude on this topic <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. exactly the same way you know my Attitude could also mean, like I was saying, that I could be super shameful if you did give me something. So, bad, you know, vice, this, this this is not a one-way street. You have, <laughs> if somebody else has a comfort level, it's right. not up to you yeah. to fucking judge, you know. The moral of the story, motherfuckers, stop fucking shaming each other out there. Yeah, like, what exactly. The fuck? We get enough shame from our fucking parents, from fucking society, from fucking the media. We do not. From well, church. Yeah, <laughs> like, as long as everybody's honest, no blame, and no shame, you know? Fuck yeah. Cut the shit Fuck with yeah. that. Hashtag no motherfucking shame. And you know what? No shame, even, like, if somebody doesn't disclose something but you didn't ask, also, I, uh, 
that's a t- that's gray area, you know. You sh- again, you should have had the conversation in general, both of you, because uh, giving that information out again could cause a, a backlash. Like we were just saying, Absolutely. the same way asking the information, but both sides of the coin have to be an equal and healthy scenario. I don't, I don't know. I'm just yammering no, on, no, but you no, know what no. I mean. <laughs> I fucking do. I fucking do. <laughs> uh, well, that being said, so we're going to post the link to uh, the straight man, brave straight man. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Like, this would be fun. If if you want to send us a, a voicemail, like voice recording reaction, send it to screwpodcast.gmail.com. We'll post it on the next show. Um, if you want to send us comments or rants, send them in email form, screwpodcast, or hit us up on our social media, and we'll read that shit out. Uh, if you want to talk about what kind of fucking fun you were able to have during Hulu commercial breaks, please send those in. <laughs> we'll read those out on the podcast. And if you are in the New Jersey area in July, on July 10th, Paris is bumping a Billy Dixon joint. Please go. It's going to be fantastic. Buy your tickets ahead of time. It's like half sold out, half sold already. So. Um, definitely grab a ticket. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be basically a wrestling show plus a kiki all rolled into one. And I'll wait, be wait, doing, wait, what's a kiki? What's a kiki? It's a, you know a big gay ball like of a time. Big, big gay party. Yeah, you know what a kiki know. is. Uh, I don't know what I, all I know is there was that song by Scissor Sisters. That yeah, let's have a kiki. Let's have a kiki. Oh, yeah, okay, I get it now. <laughs> I thought it might mean an orgy, but I wasn't so, sure. Well, you know, it doesn't might, mean an it orgy. might turn into one, but uh, the, well, the show there. itself, will, I don't think, will. But um, it's going to be great, and I will We're have be a there. live cam show. I have I have a match, sort of, it's not a match, but I have an in-ring live cam show performance, so come and be in the audience it should be uh, i'm gonna try to be there with like a microphone or something and like you know, <laughs> i don't know we'll figure out something. Uh, also boardwalk buds is coming up in atlantic city right yes yeah that's uh, that's that's gonna be a fun time come meet us there hell yeah i will be working well, at paris's bonus so i'm not gonna be around to meet you but come meet yeah. us at uh boardwalk buds you can come be on our show yeah. and some of the new queer order team will be at the paris's bumping to support our dearly beloved felicia oh so come say hi to us we got to get some t-shirts to start wearing at these events and shit if you want to like, make us you guys are <laughs> such nerd. I love it. All right. Well, thank you for listening to The Screw. Um, hit us up, follow us, subscribe everywhere that you listen to podcasts because it helps us get sponsorship. Yes. That's yeah. all. That's all. I love you. I can't wait to see you.